What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. Tonight, we got a big one for you guys. We're doing the Waiver Wire live show. It is uh, Tuesday, September 19th. We have waivers. Most leagues are probably running waivers tonight. So if you guys do have Waiver Wire questions, please uh, fire them away in the chat room. This one's going to be for you guys tonight. We're probably going to go live for it as long as we can. I'm going to probably shoot for an hour here. So get your waiver wire questions in, and uh, basically I will kind of just go over the news and uh, just get us prepped for uh, week three here. Good evening to Ron. Ron says, talk me off the ledge. I traded a first rounder in Swift for Chubb right before the season began. Now lost Chubb the first. Oh, and Aaron Rodgers, my QB one, too. Goodbye, win now, team. Um, It's going to be okay, man. Ron, uh. The more that I do this, the more that I realize fantasy football does not matter. We, we play this for fun, okay? And as much as it pains me to lose fantasy football, it is no different than losing a game of Scrabble to your wife, to your girlfriend, to your grandma, to your mom. It's going to be okay, man. We're going to get through this together, Ron. Um, I hope Nick Chubb comes back. I, I honestly, I don't know what the outlook is for Nick Chubb after an injury that serious. Um, I mean, Nick Chubb was it, the trade. The trade was sound. The trade was sound. I mean, Swift now has the opportunity to be something in Philadelphia. First round pick does hurt losing that. Hopefully it's not too Hive, I guess not too high. Hopefully it's a low first round pick, but uh, we'll be all right, man. We don't don't forget we play fantasy football for fun, and uh, try not to take it too seriously. You know, we're just uh, essentially this is what I like to say. Our lives, anyone watching this show, anyone watching any fantasy football show, our lives are so like we're doing so well with our lives that our problems are fantasy football problems. All right, so. A little perspective, Ron. It's gonna be good, man. Good evening to Harris. Harris says, "Would you be okay with risking taking the chance to see if Joe Burrow will play, and if not, Baker Mayfield or Matthew Stafford?" So, uh, if that's the if that's the question, there, Harris, um, I'm totally like at if you if you have Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford potentially lined up, like that makes sense to wait for Joe Burrow because they both play Monday Night Football against each other. If Joe Burrow plays, I'm going to play Joe Burrow. If not, I think Matthew Stafford has shown enough. Especially, I mean, he he did okay against the 49ers, which was a tough defense. So I think the play for me is to try and play Joe Burrow if you can. Otherwise, you got Baker Mayfield on Monday Night Football. You got Matthew Stafford on Monday Night Football. If Joe Burrow plays, I think I'm going to play Joe Burrow. Um, he still put up, what, 15 point whatever points in a four-point passing touchdown league last week. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wait for Joe Burrow. And if he plays, I'm playing him. Otherwise I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford. Um, yeah, it was, it was, the, the video was not cool. The video was not good. Uh, but I do want to say I did put all the week three start sit charts out there for you guys. And then I do want to go over the waiver wire report and let you guys know what I'm looking at. Uh, but I just want to see real quick. Is there any other, uh, Big player news today. So Brandon Ayuk, we're going to be watching for him. I'm sure I'm going to be getting some some start sit questions on him. Uh, I do think this is promising for Brandon Ayuk. It looks like he's going to be able to play on Thursday night football. He had some. Uh, he had a CT scan yesterday and he came away fine. It looked like he might have an AC sprain, but uh, he might be able to play through it. So the fact that he was limited today at practice and he didn't miss practice is a very good sign for his outlook this weekend. So I think Brandon Ayuk's going to play. 
Uh, Jack, thanks for hanging out. Should I drop Harrison Butker for Jake Mooney? Don't feel like the Chiefs have a good amount of kicking opportunities. Um, honestly, like I was um, – so I only play in one or two leagues where I have kickers, and Jake Mooney's available. Like I'm going to try and add him because – I really like the 49ers offense, man. They move the ball. They kick field goals. They're going to continue to be in games where they either blow out their opponent and have to just, you know, kind of settle for field goals or otherwise they're just going to be living kind of on the other side of the field with us, with how good their defense is and how good the offense is. I like Jake Moody. Um, Harrison Butker is a good kicker on a good team, but I think I prefer Jake Moody here. So, um, I think I agree, man. Let's go with Jake Moody. Should Swift be owned? Yes. Um, Harris, this sucks, man. I, I, unfortunately, I was, I was not a big DeAndre Swift guy all summer. Harris here was. Harris loved DeAndre Swift all summer, and it looked like Kenneth Gainwell was going to be the guy. And then immediately, Kenneth Gainwell comes out week one. My priors were confirmed. I thought Kenneth Gainwell would be the guy as long as he's healthy, but then he's not healthy for week two, and DeAndre Swift looked good. So the only thing holding DeAndre Swift back right now is a healthy Kenneth Gainwell and a healthy DeAndre Swift. It looks like Rashad Penny is clearly not in the picture. Like he was behind Boston Scott. Boston Scott gets injured and they still didn't even play Rashad Penny here. So it looks to me like this backfield going forward is going to be a Kenneth Gainwell, DeAndre Swift split. I think DeAndre Swift needs to be owned in all formats. Uh, Ron says, what do you think of Craig Reynolds workload of money out the next two? Um, or does Gibbs take on a heavy portion? So I just from looking at the numbers when Monty left, Gibbs got a little bit more opportunity, but Craig Reynolds kind of stepped right into the David Montgomery role. So if me as a heavy David Montgomery investor, if Montgomery does not play this weekend, like I'm comfortable putting out Craig Reynolds in an emergency as my RB2 if I need to. So I do think they're going to use Craig Reynolds. It is a decent matchup for the Detroit Lions this weekend. I'm trying to remember who they play. I just know it's a good matchup. Who does Jared Goff play? Atlanta. So not a terrible matchup. It is in Detroit, so I like that quite a bit. Now, um, I, I don't think Gibbs all of a sudden becomes the number one runner on that team. I think they have a role for Gibbs. I think he stays in that role. He's going to get six to 10 carries per game and they're going to target him in the passing game. So I don't really expect Gibbs's role to grow as a runner. Maybe he's just on the field for a little bit more snaps, but uh, I, I do think Gibbs, I mean, last week looked really good, man. He had a lot of catches. I, I think he's a must start player every week and pretty much any format doesn't matter. PPR half PPR or standard league. So I'm still starting Gibbs, but, Craig Reynolds got like pretty much all the Monty work when Monty left. So, uh, but I'm not ready to rule out Montgomery. It is a knee. It's a thigh contusion. So it's just a bruise. Um, Montgomery says that he comes out and says, he's not going to be ready for, he's not going to be healed for a couple weeks. Does not say he's not going to play for a couple weeks. Just that, that he's not going to be healed. Uh, and then you have Dan Campbell coming out and saying that, Hey, he's day to day. So uh, we'll see if Montgomery can get a practice in tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday. I still think Montgomery can play. And yeah, Harris, we got to pick up DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, this is your time to do it. Uh, Boston Scott's going to have that one good game against the Giants. Maybe two good games. Maybe two. They play him twice. But yeah, uh, if DeAndre Swift is available in your league, it's time to get It's time to get him. I got to spell Devin Singletary right. But it's time to get DeAndre Swift. Unfortunately... 
I think DeAndre Swift's very high owned in ESPN leagues. Let me just double check real quick for you guys here. Um, if you do play in standard leagues or something like that, he might be more available. Let me see where Mr. Swift is. So he's 85% owned in this PPR format here. He's a must-own player. Uh, Ron says, what do you think of Jerome Ford over the next three weeks? Facing some stout defenses, but what would he be worth? A second-round pick in Dynasty? Hmm. Are you trying to sell Jerome Ford? Because I mean, personally, like I'm not super excited about Jerome Ford. He did look good last night, so I'll give him that. But, I mean, this weekend against the Titans, the Ravens, and the 49ers, man, like, to me, this is, you know, fringe RB2 flex material. Like, he's not a must start. And the fact that they went and immediately looked into Kareem Hunt, they didn't give Kareem Hunt a deal from what I've heard, uh, but they they do want to add another running back here. But we're talking about Tennessee, the best run defense in fantasy football. Uh, let me show you the fantasy points allowed by position here, guys. Uh, I do need to update that. All right, so fantasy points allowed by position. They're going to play the Titans this weekend. Well, guess what? The Titans are the best team against the running back. They haven't even allowed 100 yards in two games. Four for 20 through the air. They allow 7.9 PPR points per game to the entire team's opponent running back. So basically they're saying Jerome Ford's going to get four points this week. So not a great matchup there. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, hmm, the number three run defense here allowing about 14.55 points so that's what seven and a half points per game roughly to the running backs it's not terrible but again it's not great and then you have the san francisco 49ers who actually rank middle of the road here because kieran williams had a really big game last week but um so maybe it's not the end of the world there but i will say the outlook is not amazing for Jerome Ford, the next three games, he's basically going to be a volume play. You're you're probably looking at you know similar to me, similar output of like a Damian Pierce, you know, a guy that's going to get 15 touches per game. Don't know how great they're going to be. So his value, um, I'd be trying to buy, but if he's not worth it, I get Gainwell and Jalen Warren as my RB twos. I mean, I'd rather have Gainwell and Jalen Warren. I think long term. I think Jerome Ford is fine, but they owe—I mean, they really don't owe him anything. He's kind of just there by default. I don't know what's going to happen next year. It wouldn't surprise me if the Nick Chubb injury is bad. They could easily replace him. So uh, for me, Jerome Ford is nothing more than like a one-year rental. I think he's going to be okay. Like he's going to probably end up as like a decent player most weekends here. But again, they immediately go out and look for Kareem Hunt. They're looking for some other. Uh, running backs there. They still like Pierre Strong. I mean, I, th I think Pierre Strong is a pretty good running back, uh, especially out of the backfield. So for me, I, I don't really know if I have a good read on Jerome Ford in Dynasty. I know that these next three games, Tennessee, Baltimore, and San Francisco, I'd rather see what he does in these three games because I can see his value going down. Um, especially like Tennessee is the game that scares me the most. If you're trying to buy Jerome Ford, I would maybe wait until after this Tennessee game where you can maybe get him for a little bit cheaper. So uh, personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't send a second round pick on a guy that we haven't really seen anything from except for last night. Like we need to see more. So I personally would wait on Jerome Ford. Um. It depends on who it's for, Harris. I, I do think a standard league, he's less valuable. So I'm going to lean probably towards yes. Like if it's a decision between, 
I mean, if you're if you're talking about Jerome Ford or Antonio Gibson, I'm going for I'm going for Jerome Ford. If you're giving me Zach Moss or Gibson, I'm going with Zach Moss. So probably yes. Drop Jordan Addison, Tyler Jr. or Drake London. Um, I mean, I need I need more context uh, here. Is it full PPR standard? You know, I need to know your receiver depth, your running back depth. That's hard for me to pick one player. If I had to choose one, it's probably Tyler Algier because I like London and Addison long-term. Um, and yeah, Ron says he's trying to buy. I personally, again, I would, I think I would wait for Jerome Ford. The outlook's not going to be good against Tennessee this weekend. Jack says, <coughs> pick up Tank Dell or Jaden Reed. So, for me, both guys are a buy this week. If I'm buying one, I want Tank Dell. Um, Tank Dell looked really good last week. First of all, he led the team in targets with 11. I think he was second on the team in snaps and routes. Like he actually ran more snaps and routes than Nico Collins. And everyone is thinking Nico Collins is the wide receiver one when I actually think Tank Dell could lead the team in targets the rest of the way. They're very, very excited about Tank Dell. So uh, for me, as much as I love Jaden Reed, I think the answer is Tank Dell here, Jack. If Monty is out, I'm putting in Hubbard. Your thoughts? Uh, I actually kind of like Chuba Hubbard, man. I, th I, th I think he's looked pretty good the last couple games. And the fact that he's got what? He's sitting at RB31 in a full PPR format, man. He's the clear receiving down back, like he caught five for 34. Yeah. He only had two for 16 as a rusher, but these are the, these are the range of outcomes that we're looking for with a guy like Chuba Hubbard. So two to nine carries per game and two to five receptions per game. So he's averaging about nine PPR points per game. This is not a terrible, uh, you know, if you need to whip somebody out and hope for eight to 10 points and maybe a touchdown, especially against Seattle, like the Seattle Seahawks are not a great team. Let's see where the Seattle Seahawks rank here. Uh, they're, they rank 26th in fantasy points allowed to the running back. They've allowed four rushing touchdowns on the year. So it's a very good matchup for Chuba. I'm into it. I, I think it's a decent play. Aiden says, uh, good evening to Aiden. Ford or Moss? Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one because again, like I, I'm not excited about Jerome Ford's matchup this week. I, I think it's a bad matchup. In fact, I'm probably going to tell people to bench Jerome Ford this week. Everyone's going to be excited about it, but again, it's a brutal matchup. Uh, whereas Zach Moss is going to get the Ravens and the Rams for at least the next two weeks. And personally, we don't know if Jonathan Taylor is coming back. Now the Titans are week five. So that would be a tough matchup here, but then you got the Jags, the Browns, Maybe a tough spot against the Saints, Patriots, Panthers. There are some tough matchups in here. So um, it is it is a very similar outlook for both guys. Now, Zach Moss like came out and got – he got every single touch. No other running back touched the ball last week. No other running back got a snap last week. So I really like that for Zach Moss, but there's potential for Jonathan Taylor – to come back. So with Jerome Ford, I'm not nervous about Nick Chubb coming back because he's not coming back. So I'm going to lean slightly Jerome Ford in this one, but you should have bids on both in case you guys don't get it. No problem, Ron. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Brita or Tony Jones Jr.? Tony Jones Jr. is kind of fool's gold. Um, I'm expecting Kendra Miller back this week. And then the following week, it's Alvin Kamara. So at best, you get one game of Tony Jones Jr. before Kamara comes back here uh, with Matt Burita. 
again, honestly, I, I don't love either of these guys. Like I don't want to pick them up and start them. If you needed to grab a guy, it's probably Brita just because I, I think he's the clear number two backup there for the giants. But again, it's a tough matchup. They play the saints or they play the 49ers. Personally, I, I, I don't want anything to do with either of these guys here, but if I had to choose one, it is Brita. Swift non-PPR. Um, oh, yeah, if you're cutting Gibson for Swift, go ahead and do it. Yep, go ahead and get DeAndre Swift. Don't drop Addison or London. Yeah, that's that's my thought as well. Brick, London, and Addison would be – I don't know what Brick is. Um, London and Addison would be only started in the flex. I have Alexander Madison, Aaron Jones, and Hill, and Jamar Chase. Well, I'm – Personally, I, I think Alexander Madison's in trouble. I wouldn't be starting Alexander Madison until he shows something. So I'd rather play London or Addison uh, over Alexander Madison there. Would you be okay with dropping Brandon Cook's PPR? It depends on who for. Um, first of all, Dallas looks really good. Offensively, Dallas looks really good. Um, they're playing Arizona this weekend. That could be an eruption spot. So if you can hold on to Brandon Cooks, I think I would do it. Um, this says right here, Jamal Williams will be out for the immediate future. I think next week you're looking at a backfield split between Kendra Miller and Tony Jones Jr. So if Kendra Miller is available, guys, I'd rather have Kendra Miller over Tony Jones Jr. And again, there's the Kareem Hunt visiting to the Browns uh, note there. Let me see what other no is here. Um, so this is interesting. The team does not plan to scale back Anthony Richardson's rushing usage despite his week two concussion. Um, Kareem Hunt, Gardner Johnson on injured reserve, Brandon Ayuk's good to go. I think that's the majority of the news that we needed to hit. So yeah, Cam Akers could be traded. I'm not trying to buy Cam Akers. I think, I think it might be done for Cam Akers. I don't know if I'm buying this or if they're just kind of blowing smoke here. Considerable progress. It would, I think it would be bad business if they played him on, on Thursday night, but we'll see. Uh, but I do, this is a waiver wire show. I do want to kind of just go over my waiver wire thoughts real quick for you guys. If you guys do have questions, I'm going to get to them in a second. Um, if you guys are streaming a quarterback this weekend, I do think Brock Purdy on Thursday night football looks pretty good. I also like Jared Goff at home against Atlanta. He averaged a ton of fantasy points at home last year and he's continuing to do that this year it looks like now if you need a quarterback and you can't get purdy or goff like russell wilson man he's qb like four or five on the season right now i also like jordan love i think matthew stafford intrigues me against cincinnati on monday night football otherwise like maybe baker mayfield otherwise i mean i if you can get purdy i think that's probably the guy in Superflex leagues desmond ritter Look decent. He might be a nice, fun start here against Detroit. And then Josh Dobbs, man, it's not a great matchup against Dallas, but I think he's worth stashing. And then stash Gardner Minshew as well in case Anthony Richardson can't go. And even if Anthony Richardson can't go and you're in a super flex league, I think Gardner Minshew should be owned. Uh, now let's look at the running backs real quick. I only have a couple guys highlighted in bold with a few stars. And the number one guy left here is Kieran Williams. I do. I mean, I play in a league. A standard league and Kieran Williams is available. So I'm going to go hard to the paint with Kieran Williams. 59% owned on ESPN leagues. Be aggressive. Go get him if you have FOB or if you need to, you know, burn your number one claim. He's worth your number one claim. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, still a hold for me. Rashad Penny is droppable. Zach Charbonnet is a hold. Elijah Mitchell is just not getting any run. Devin Singletary, 
I'm, I'm holding these guys for maybe one more week to see what happens, but these guys are starting to look very droppable. If Jalen Warren is available in your league, be aggressive. He's, I would rather have Jalen Warren on my team than Najee Harris right now. Uh, Jalen Warren looks like the better back. He's the better pass catching back for sure. Make sure Jalen Warren is not available. If he is available, please go hard and get him on your team. Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. These guys are both going to be low-end flex plays every week as a running back two or a flex play. In a PPR league, I do like Justice Hill. In a half PPR, non-PPR, I'm probably not as excited. I, I do think it's Gus Edwards that I'd rather have in pretty much all formats, though. Zach Moss, again, tough matchups coming up, but he's going to play as the number one running back the next two weeks. Who, If JT gets traded, you just never know. He's worth adding, though. Roshan Johnson, he's not quite the starter yet, but he, he gained a lot of ground against Khalil Herbert this weekend. So uh, if you have Khalil Herbert, I'm trying to sell him. I'm trying to buy Roshan Johnson in all formats. Deion Jackson's droppable. Tank Bigsby and Devon A-Chain, just deep stash plays for now. Honestly, I think Dem Damian Harris is cuttable. It was a blowout last weekend, so he did score a touchdown, but I'm not super excited about Damian Harris. I personally would rather own Latavius Murray. Um, Chuba Hubbard, again, stash, Tajay Spears, stash, and Jerome Ford. I think we've talked enough about him. He is worth uh, he's worth an ad, guys. Like he, if you have the first claim, use use it on Jerome Ford. If you have to use free agent auction bucks, they're probably gonna sign another running back, so be wary of that. But I do think he can be a low-end RB2 the rest of the way. And then honestly, the guy that I think is like in for a really good sleeper situation is Kendra Miller. Alvin Kamara comes back week four, but the Saints have kind of indicated that they want to have a two-back system. Jamal Williams has a hamstring injury now, so we could be looking at Kendra Miller, Alvin Kamara in a split duo backfield. So stash Kendra Miller. If you want to stash Cream Hunt, I'm fine with it. Otherwise, we have some deep stash handcuffs. Todd, Ty Chandler, if he's available in your leagues, guys, I think he might be – he could overtake Alexander Madison at some point. Madison's been very unimpressive. I think Ty Chandler might offer a little bit more. Sean Tucker, the RB2 in Tampa Bay. Rico Dowdle, the RB2 in, in Dallas. Samir White, uh, not looking great. Matt Breida, though. Again, if you are in need of a running back, too, I get it. Matt Breida can be your guy. Still don't know what's going on with Trayvon Williams. I do think Salvin Ahmed's worth a stash, though, because if Raheem Mostert goes down, I think I think Ahmed is the next man up. Jaleel McLaughlin's the RB3 in Denver. If David Montgomery's out, I think Craig Reynolds can be a low-end RB2 play. I'd rather own Latavius Murray over Damian Harris right now. Pierre Strong probably needs to be owned as a handcuff stash. He is the RB2 in Cleveland for now. Um, and then get to know the name Amari DiMercato. If anything happens to James Conner, we got something here with, the, with DiMercato. I think he hopped Keontae Ingram, so keep an eye there. And then I just added the two Giants guys at the end of the bench here. But uh, let me get back to some of the questions here, guys. Um, I am number one in my money league. I'm, I've got the 12 waiver spot. All players will be gone. Uh, Charlene, I guess. So that's not a bad thing. So what I would do Charlene is I would, if I'm the number 12 claim personally, I'm not going to submit a claim. I'm going to let the other teams make their claims. I'm going to wake up early in the morning and I am going to go add players for free. I'm going to move my claim up. If that's how it works, that's how it works. Add players for free tomorrow morning. There's going to be some good players that we talk about tonight that are just nobody's paying attention to them in deeper leagues here. So, like, everybody on this list here, like, they're worth stashing. And 
we're at the point of the year now where like it's time to start being a week ahead on the waiver wire guys pick up rico daddle pick up ty chandler pick up salvin ahmed pick up latavius murray i mean if there's injuries to the starters here these are all guys that we're going to be chomping at the bit to get on the waiver wire the next week here so i'm a huge morning after waiver wire guy i go and pick people up for free luke musgrave or t johnson to drop full ppr i'm dropping Jawan johnson i'm gonna keep luke musgrave um it's hard because he's not on a team yet he's also what 28 29 years old i don't know if he's gonna ever be a startable asset unless there's like an injury to somebody here so I'm not super excited about it. I guess Harris, he's he's kind of just like an end of the bench guy here. So I'm I'm open to it though. Would you drop Puka Nakua? No. Oh, who would you drop for Puka Nakua? Addison or Drake London? Shit. Why wasn't Puka added? <laughs> Why was Puka not added? Who would you drop for Puka Nakua? Addison or Drake London? Man. Uh I don't know, Harris. This is such a tough question. Um, probably Jordan Addison. He's the number three target, number four target in Minnesota. Drake London's the number one. It's probably Jordan Addison. Non-PPR, I'll drop Jordan Addison. Inceptivist, what is up? Uh, who do you think is the wide receiver to pick up from the Texans, Tank Dell or Nico Collins? Um, if you play, so it's tough, man. Nico Collins looks really good. I, I think you have to give Nico Collins the benefit of the doubt, but... It looks like Nico right now. Like it looks like today, if I had to start one guy, I want to start Nico. But long term, I am very excited about Tank Dell. If you can get both, get both. Like I have Nico Collins here as the top player available. He should like if if it's between Nico and Tank Dell, you should really honestly go get Nico Collins. Like he he is the team's big body number one receiver. But in a full PPR format, Tank Dell had more targets. Tank Dell had more reception, seven for 70 and a touchdown. Like Tank Dell looks super consistent and I think he's more sticky. Whereas, you know, Nico's going to stick outside. He's going to have some up and down games. Whereas Tank Dell, I think is going to have a little bit more consistency and probably be a guy that hits double digits more often. So if it's full PPR inceptivist, I think I'm taking Tank Dell. Um, how much would you pay for a defense? Like, I honestly, I wouldn't pay for a defense. Um, I, I probably wouldn't pay for a defense, Harris, unless it was like Kansas City's defense. If it's a defense that you can use for more than a week, then I would pay for that defense. Um, so for me, my defense is this week. I really, I mean, if it's Kansas City, pay a few bucks for Kansas City. I'm fine with that. I wouldn't pay more than three, four, five dollars. Um, but Kansas City defense against Chicago at home, that's a smash spot. I also don't sleep on the Titans defense, man. The Titans are a good defense. I know they let a lot of points up to the Chargers, but uh, the, the Browns can't throw the ball like the Chargers can. And the Browns offense looks kind of struggling, to be honest with you. This week, I don't need my any players. There will always be. Exactly, Charlene. I'm with you right there. Um, it, to me, it's a good week to assess your roster, make a couple moves if you need to. But if you don't have to, you don't have to. Because, again, it's week two. Unfortunately, there, there might be another, you know, massive injury like this that just opened things up. So let somebody else go grab Jerome Ford. I personally, I, I think Jerome Ford, he doesn't excite me. Um, even if I had Nick Chubb, I'm not, I'm not rushing to go get 
Jerome Ford. I think there's a few other players that I see uh, potentially with, with more upside. I, I, I like Jerome Ford, but I don't know if he's a league winner where we could potentially get some of those guys later in the year. I meant Traylon Burks instead of Jordan Addison. Um, let me go back to this question. Uh, would be only started the flex. I have Alexander Madison. Uh, okay. Uh, Sports Dog got here a little late. I picked up Josh Kelly last week. Poor performance. Should I try him this week against Minnesota or look for someone on waivers? So um, we're all learning together, guys. The Tennessee Titans defense is elite. It's elite versus opponent running backs. They are the best team. You do not want to play your running backs against this team. They are clearly like Jeffrey Simmons is a beast. You do not want to start running backs against Tennessee. So we're all learning together here. Uh, I, th I think the exception is like if Austin Eckler was still playing against Tennessee, I would have played him. So don't sit your studs against Tennessee, but I think we're learning to not F with the Tennessee Titans run defense. Now, um, you should probably hold on to Josh Kelly. It's a decent matchup. They're playing Minnesota Vikings this weekend. Minnesota has allowed 286 rushing yards and a touchdown and eight receptions and 30 yards on the ground. That's about 22.8 points. If, if Eckler, for some reason, can't go, you're probably going to want to start uh, Josh Kelly this weekend here. So I'm going to hold on to Josh Kelly. If you did need – if you wanted to cut somebody for Josh Kelly, I mean, maybe – it'd have to be a Zach Moss or a, a, a Jerome Ford situation, I think. Or a Kieran Williams. If you can get Kieran Moss or Jerome Ford, I think that's the only guys I would cut Josh Kelly for. Otherwise, you're probably going to be holding on to Josh Kelly for a while here. Would you drop Tony for Tank Dell half PPR? I would drop Kadarius Tony for Tank Dell half PPR, yes. Uh, it would be the trade with Puka. It would be the trade with Puka Nakua. Um, I'm trying to make a trade for a better receiver. My current receivers are Garrett Wilson, Amari Cooper, George Pickens, Dobbs, Brown, and Sutton. I'm trying to get rid of Wilson. Who do you think I should target? Um, trying to get rid of Garrett Wilson. You got Cooper. Uh, so let, let's take a look here. I, I, I think, honestly, again, I trade questions are really tough because you have to talk with the other player and see what they like. Uh, Garrett Wilson's been having a pretty nice season. He's currently ranked wide receiver 21, which to me, I think he's a low end wide receiver two, wide receiver three going forward. So what can you get for a player like him? Well, I'm going to filter by the percent roster tab. Garrett Wilson is right next to Devonta Smith, T Higgins, Debo Samuel, Corso Lave. I think you're targeting these guys here. So from Garrett Wilson on down, look at these guys. I mean, go talk to the Brandon Ayuk owner. Go talk to the Mike Williams owner. Go talk to Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley. These guys might be a little bit more difficult to get. Olave, if you can go get Debo, I do Debo. If you can get Higgins, I do Higgins. I, I think I probably would swap out. If I could swap out Wilson for Mike Williams, I'm probably doing it. I might do it for Lockett. I might do it for probably about it. I, I think the floor is Mike Williams, Terry McLaurin, maybe DJ Moore. I'm probably looking in this range here uh, in Septivus. So any wide receiver 90% or above, I think you could swap out Garrett Wilson for. Do you like Jacksonville defense this week? I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, now, last weekend, we, we saw the Colts defense give up a lot of yards to 
CJ Stroud and the Texans passing offense. So I am slightly concerned there. If we go to the fantasy points allowed charts here, the Jags, let's see. They do allow quarterback points, tight end points, which Dalton Schultz, whatever. They do stop the running backs and they're kind of middle of the road against wide receivers. So I, it's an okay spot. I, I think they're top 10, top 12 play. I, I think they're going to pass the ball a lot. You might get some sacks and some turnovers in there. So they're, it's a fine play. It's at home as well. Division opponent. I meant drop instead of trade. Uh, just a little bit late, Daniel. But, hey, guess what? Tonight we're going uh, We're going to go a little bit deeper for you guys. We're going to try and go for another half an hour or so. So fire up your questions, my man. Good to have you for the evening. I mean, this is the opportune time to get like Calvin Ridley guys. And and I get hammered with trade questions all day. I'm so sick of trade questions. Um, but one thing that I like to do is I like to look at the percent rostered because a guy like Garrett Wilson, 99.6% rostered. He's a damn good receiver. You should probably be able to get somebody within his range. Uh, percent rostered is kind of like a popularity contest. So if the guy's popular and you have similar values, you should be able to get something similar. Um, and I know a lot of people are only looking at the two-game sample that we've seen so far this year. But guess what? In two games with Zach Wilson, dude's caught two touchdowns, and he's played pretty well. So I appreciate it, Ron. It does help the algo a lot. And, uh, hey, I don't know how many subscribers we're at, guys, but, like, if you're not subscribed, I think we're, like, 20 away from hitting 1,000. Once we hit 1,000 subscribers, we can finally be monetized on YouTube. So if you guys are not subscribed, please help us out. It does uh, – it, it's going to be awesome to finally hit 1,000 subs here. Good evening to Ryan. Hope you're doing well, man. Charlene says, looking at people that dropping good player. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is you kind of want to be a snake in the weeds sometimes because, like – People are going to make some bad decisions, you know, uh, those kind of quick spite cuts. You know, if a player screwed up one week and they just say, you know, too too much, like, you know, you, you got to go and watch for the recent activity tab and see who's being cut. Uh, also, again, the thing that I like looking for is trying to be a week ahead. So, like, I mean, man, if you had Jerome Ford on your team before the waiver wire run, like, congrats, you know. So, you know, pick up your handcuffs. You know, look for other players' handcuffs that are available. There's some skills to this. So, Charlene, I think Charlene knows what uh, what's going on here. You got to look at who's being dropped. You have to look and see who's left over from the waiver wire run because a lot of some sometimes a lot of players fall through the cracks. Um, rank them for waivers: Ford, Hunt, Brita, and Reynolds. 0.5 PPR. So, I mean, honestly, what if I told you Josh Reynolds was the number one player here? Ford Hunt and Brita guys are like, I, I don't know if any of these guys are going to be startable for the entire season. I, I actually, I think Josh Reynolds could be startable for the rest of the season. He's attached to a really good offense, a team that throws the ball. And honestly, like I'm not too worried about Jamison Williams. When Jamison Williams comes back, he's kind of the deep threat role. He's going to take Marvin Jones's spot. Like Josh Reynolds is fixed in this offense. So Daniel, if you need a wide receiver, and say, like, if, if Ford, Hunt, Brita, if these guys are going to be your RB4 and say, like, Reynolds would be your wide receiver three or four, go get Reynolds. If, if you don't need Ford, Hunt, or Brita, go get Reynolds. Um, if, I, if I'm ranking them, I think it's Reynolds, Ford, Brita, Hunt. 
Um, would you drop Traylon or Drake London for Puka Nakua? Would you add Puka first or January Swift first for waiver orders? Um, I want to do one public service announcement, Harris, here. If you guys are still playing in leagues that have claims next year, talk to your commish. You guys, you guys got to try and push for free agent auction bucks. Um, because honestly, claiming, claiming systems and waiver orders are unfair. They reward lesser teams and they give the better players to lesser teams. So uh, I'd rather free agent auction bids control my waiver wire system. Uh, but if I'm dropping one here, it's probably Traylon Burks. Honestly, it doesn't really matter. They're both kind of similar players, but London is the wide receiver one. As long as D hop is healthy, it's probably Traylon Burks as the two. So I'm, it, it's honestly, it's flip a coin. If you feel better about one guy, I'm not going to feel, you know, sad about dropping one of these guys here. They're both going to be pretty volatile week to week. Burks is probably the odd man out here because he is behind Hopkins in terms of targets, whereas London is the guy. So it's probably Puka for Burks. Would you add Puka Nakua first or DeAndre Swift first for waiver orders? It's probably Puka. I mean, Puka looked amazing. He's looked amazing. And even when Cooper Cup comes back, I think there's still a role for Puka. Uh, whereas DeAndre Swift, he's going to have Kenneth Gainwell coming back. Don't know how that split's going to look. And then you also have, you know, just the injury history is not great for DeAndre Swift. So if I'm ranking these guys rest of season, I'd rather have Puka over Swift. 22 subs to go. We're almost there. We're almost there. Uh, which defense would you rather keep rest of season? Pitt or New Orleans? Ugh. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Let's go look at the schedules real quick here. Um, I think I have a schedule grid somewhere on my site. Alrighty, NFL schedule. So technically at the beginning of the season, the Saints have the easiest schedule. Like at the beginning of the year, I identified the Saints as having the easiest schedule. Uh, I thought I had a schedule grid somewhere here. Here it is. Might be a little bit blurry here, guys. But uh, let me just look at the Steelers real quick. They're going to get the Raiders, the Texans. So the next two weeks look really good for the Steelers, and they get the Ravens by Rams, Jags, Titans, Packers, Browns, Bengals, Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, Bengals, Seahawks. I think I'm going to keep the Saints. Let me read off the Saints schedule for you, Ryan. They're going to get Green Bay, Tampa Bay, New England, Houston, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Chicago, Minnesota by week, Atlanta, Detroit, Carolina, the Giants, Rams, Tampa Bay. I think I'm going to go with the Saints, but they're both bangers. If you could hold on to both, I'd hold on to both. <clears throat> um, great questions. It, I think DK is fine. The fact that he was able to return to the game last week is is a really really good sign. Um, and I'm unsure of Zay. So I, I think for all of these guys here, we're going to know more tomorrow. So Wednesday is the first day of the practice report. Tuesday, nobody reports other than the Thursday night, you know, games. So I'm not concerned about DK, slightly concerned about Monty. But the thing with Monty is like, he said he's not going to be healthy for a couple weeks, but then the head coach comes out and says he's day-to-day. -day. If a player's day-to-day, -day, he's got a chance to play. So if Monty gets a practice in this week, it's a thigh bruise. He might just be a little sore. He's been off of it for two days now. He might be okay. 
Um, so I'm not overly concerned about Monty. Maybe he misses a game, but I don't think the longevity of his injury is anything to worry about. And then I'm not sure what's up with Zay Jones. Um, did I list him on here? I saw he missed, he missed some time in the game, but he was able to come back as well. So I'm not overly concerned. Um, he's day to day with a knee injury. We'll go further testing. So we'll know more tomorrow. I would say I'm less informed about Zay Jones, but I feel good about DK and, uh, okay with Monty. I have Walker and Charbonnet not dropping Charbonnet. Yeah, that that's, uh, that, this is, this is what you need to be doing. Um, like Charbonnet looked good. He had more snaps, more routes. He caught some more passes. He's, you know, getting at, again, these rookies, man, it takes a while for them to kind of get acclimated into their offenses. So, uh, this is probably the time of the year where like, Hey, if you can, if you have Alexander Madison and you don't have Ty Chandler, like go get Ty Chandler, start to back up your RB one. Um, um, all right, let me digest this. If you put money on a player and then put no money on another player and have the player dropping be the same player with that player with a player that you bid in money on. So if this is on ESPN Harris, and I'm not, I, I know you play on Sleeper. I know you play on Yahoo and stuff. But, hey, just say I wanted to to make some claims here. And I, I freaking hate Cole Komet. I don't, I don't care about Cole Komet. But uh, I want to just put these claims in here and show you. So if this is on ESPN, Harris, again, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, this is imaginary numbers here. I'm going to put $0 on, on Van Jefferson here. And we're going to cut the same player. All right. So let's see what happens here. I have my two claims. Um, now what you can do is it's, it's going to, it's going to, it looks like it defaults to Cole Komet being my higher priority here. If you're cutting for the same player, it's going to make the guy with the more money be the priority. It looks like if that makes sense. And I, honestly, I, I've never played on Yahoo until this year, Harris. I don't play on sleeper. I don't know those leagues and how they work here, but on ESPN, it looks like if you put more money on a player, it looks like that guy is going to be the priority. Uh, I'm not sure how the app works, but I think on the app too, you might be able to prioritize uh, how it works here. But I, I think it does go based on who you have more money being bid on. And good evening to Jason. Hope you're doing well, my man. Um, let's see. I plan for the future and not for a one-week win. That's this is kind of what I'm thinking with the the Jerome Ford stuff here. Like I, I don't I don't know if I'm convinced that Jerome Ford is is a long-term guy here. We'll, we'll see. Ideally right now you're, you're, you're stacking your roster with some high upside young players. Um, and uh, again, you know, Jalen Warren needs to be owned. Rashawn Johnson needs to be owned. Uh, I, I really like the Chuba Hubbard stash because if anything happens to Sanders, he's a, he's a league winner. Tajay Spears, it could be a league winner if Derrick Henry goes down. Not sure about Jerome Ford. Uh, I do like Kendra Miller a lot. I think the backfield, now that Jamal Williams is down, we could see a backfield split of Kendra and Alvin Kamara. I'm open to, to Kareem Hunt. But, hey, if you got questions, guys, keep them coming. Uh, I do want to cover the wide receivers here. Yeah, it's and it's usually, uh, usually whoever you bid the most money on. Would you drop Gibson for Ford? I need RB bad low-key. My RBs are K9, P. Ryan, Kelly, and Warren. So – um, I, honestly, I, I think you're starting 
even if you go get Jerome Ford, I think I'm going to recommend you start Jalen Warren on Sunday night football against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, so I'm okay with dropping Gibson. He's a big name, but honestly, like the, the opportunity for Ford is exciting. Gibson's only going to have smash value if B Rob goes down. So uh, I do think if I have to drop Gibson and picking up Ford, that's probably okay. But I'm going to tell you, Walker and Warren are the two guys I'm starting this week. How much would you pay for Tank Dell? Um, so it depends. If I needed a wide receiver to start in a PPR league, eight to ten bucks, maybe. Um, I, I feel comfortable with that. I'm not willing to pay a ton of money. You might be able to get him for five or six, seven dollars. It really depends on the skill of your league. If it's a 10-man league, he's not as valuable. If it's a 12-man league, he is more valuable. So I it's it's hard to say. I, I personally I like Tank Dell quite a bit. I think he could be a top 40 wide receiver. And CJ Stroud looks really comfortable. He looks really good. So I like Tank Dell. I'm not afraid to go and get him if it's eight eight dollars, ten dollars, you know. Uh, and I just want to I want to give you guys an example here of what uh, kind of what Charlene and I have been talking about. So I like to leave one spot every week and I'm going into Sunday and I'm like, this is my guy. Like I'm babysitting a player for one game and look at this is my fellowship free league here. I got Tank Dell already on my team because I added him last week for zero dollars and I'm like, Tank Dell is going to get more opportunity this week if he hits. I'm going to be ahead of the waiver wire. So that's kind of what we're talking about here. Same thing. I mean, I grabbed Chuba Hubbard. I tried Sean Tucker. It is what it is, but I, I'm a big tank Dell guy. I think, I think he could be very fruitful this week. I still have Garrett and Elijah Moore. Should I consider going for waiver wire receivers? Um, so if you can go get sports dog, if you can go get tank Dell, Josh Reynolds, these guys might be starting wide receiver three flexes the rest of the way. Very, very bullish on both of these players, uh, especially in a full PPR format. I also think Devontae Parker is a sleepy guy. He's a, he's a sneaky, sneaky player because he looked really good in his return last weekend. Of course, he's had trouble staying healthy for most of his career, but he's definitely asleep. Like He could be a guy that you just get for free in the morning if you wake up and he's still available. Do it. Uh, I do like stashing Mingo. I think Jaden Reed needs to be owned. Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims only played six snaps on offense. He needs more snaps, but he's a good player. Robert Woods is a consolation prize, but if you can get Sports Dog, if you can get Reynolds, Tank Dell, I want these guys on my team. Is Kelly trustable? So I don't know if you missed it, Daniel, but I, we're gonna do we're gonna say it one more time for everybody. We do not want to start non-stud running backs against the Titans. Yeah, I'm going to start Bijan. I'm going to start CMC. I'm going to start my stud running backs against the Titans, but the Tennessee Titans defense is elite. They are the best team stopping running backs right now. You cannot run the ball on them. You have to throw the ball on the Titans. So I'm still willing to be open to Josh Kelly. If Austin Eckler plays this weekend, we're probably not going to play Josh Kelly, but if Eckler's out, I want to play Josh Kelly because guess what? The Vikings have showed us that they're not very good against the running backs. They just let DeAndre Swift run all over them. I know the Eagles have a good line, but DeAndre Swift and the Eagles just ran all over the Vikings for 175 yards last weekend. So 
I don't know if I can say Kelly's trustable or not. The thing I do trust is the Titans' defense being very good. <sighs> Chargers are 0-2, man. I think he plays. <laughs> I, th- I think he plays. I-, I think the chance that he's still not back this weekend is probably 25%. Tomorrow's a big day, guys. Um, so we're going to be going live tomorrow night, of course. Um, and I, I don't want to be getting any start sit questions yet because, like, we need practice reports on these guys. Like, if Eckler practices tomorrow in limited capacity, it's like we're feeling good about it. So we'll know more tomorrow. I'm going to say I-, I think he's going to play because they need him to play. They don't want to be 0-3. And guess what? The Vikings also don't want to be 0-3. Would you bench Waller for first or Laporta? Mm. So the 49ers, they've allowed 15 receptions, 34 yards, and one touchdown to tight end so far. So they're, they're really good against tight end. If you remove that touchdown... You know, they'd be one of the best teams against the tight end right now. So not a great spot for Darren Waller, but hey, like they might just have to play him. So I think I think if I'm going to rank these guys, Daniel, I'm going to rank him as Waller, Laporta, Ferguson. Ferguson seems a little bit more boom bust, whereas I really, really, really like Laporta's floor right now. He's going up against this. Who's he going up against? The Lions get... Lions get the Atlanta Falcons, and the Falcons have allowed 13 receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown so far to the tight end. That's 13.15 points per game. I, I do think Laporta is probably a 10 to 13 point play this weekend, but hey, the 49ers, you know, I, I think you got to give Darren Waller one more try here. Um, so he is, he he simply is with Alvin Kamara back week four. We don't know the severity of this injury. Ideally, you know, they rule him out and you can slide him to your IR if that's doable. But if you are telling me, hey, you know, I want to go get Jerome Ford and I have to drop Jamal Williams, I'm probably dropping Jamal Williams. If, if, if you can still go get – I might take Chuba Hubbard at this point. I, you know, there's a handful of guys that I'm probably dropping for uh, – dropping Jamal Williams for. Jaden Reeds or Reynolds for the rest of the season. Oh, that's tough. Um, man, that's a tough question. Um, they're, they're both, they're both great players rest of season. I think I'm going to lean with Reynolds and I get it. Jamison Williams coming back soon and Christian Watson's coming back soon too. So these guys both have a kind of a player over their shoulder right now, but I think Jamison Williams coming back is going to push Marvin Jones out of the starting lineup and Jaden Reed's going to remain a starting guy. And so is Josh Reynolds. So I'm going to rank them Reynolds and then Reed. Reynolds looks like the real deal right now. How do you feel about Ertz considering only running a one T roster with all his targets? I currently have Juwan and Musgrave. Um, I'm fine with Ertz. I am, you know, concerned about his longevity. He's 30, whatever years old, and he's still coming off of a knee injury, but if you wanted to only roster Zach Ertz and just ride him all season and, and uh, unless he breaks, I'm fine with it. Um, I do want to kind of hold on to Musgrave if I can, because Musgrave usage right now is pretty elite. Like he is being left on the field in all situations. He's running the most routes. He's, he's going to continue to grow. So he's a guy that could gain more steam as the season goes on. So, uh, but if you needed to cut those guys to make your other roster better, 
I'm fine with rolling with Ertz. Uh, David, what's the better pickup between Reynolds, Tank Dell, or Jaden Reed? Um, I think it's Tank Dell. Reynolds, Reed is how I would rank these guys. I'm I'm super excited about Tank Dell. He, he came out and he led the team in targets. I think he was second in snaps and routes. He's a starting receiver in this offense right now, and they line him up all over the place. That's what's great about him. So I think he is the guy that excites me the most. I think Reynolds right now is pretty plug and play as well as a wide receiver three flex. And then Jaden Reed right now looks, looks like the real deal. He also has Christian Watson coming back. So that's a slight pause there. Whereas like, I feel good about Tank Dell just being locked and loaded as a starting wide receiver in that offense and three wide receiver sets. And then Josh Reynolds feels like some staying power too. So I'm going to go Dell, Reynolds, Reed. Honestly, if you can get one of those guys, I think they're all really good options. Who's your TE stream of the week? Tight end streamer of the week. Let me look here. Kate Otten. Kate Otten's going to be my guy here. The Eagles ranked dead last against the tight end. And uh, if you guys are new to my fantasy points allowed charts, um, how to read this is the Philadelphia Eagles are at Tampa Bay. So they're playing Tampa Bay. And the Eagles give up 27.55 points per game to the tight end. They let TJ Hawkinson go nuts and they let Hunter Henry go nuts. So Kate Otten, last week, Kate Otten had six for 40-something last week. So Kate Otten's the sleeper streamer of the week. Otherwise, it might be Dalton Schultz. It might be Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson against the Cardinals would probably be a good one. But I'm going to rank them as Otten, Ferguson, maybe Jawan Johnson. Um, I do see Nico available. So is Sam Laporta and Taysom Hill. I, I for sure want Nico Collins on my team and I prefer Sam Laporta. I think Sam Laporta is really good. I, I think Laporta could be left alone as your tight end one for the entire season. Like he's, he's that good. Um, so I can't remember your full question there, sports dog, but, uh, I, I want Nico on my team that improves your receiver room significantly. And if you can get Laporta that locks into tight end one. Justin, what's going on, man? Hope you're doing well. Uh, ETN, Walker, Gibbs, Thomas, Pickens, Gibbs, Nakua, Addison, Gainwell, need one RB and a flex. Uh, this is a start sick question. Um, everybody looks healthy here. Need one RB and a flex. This is ridiculous. You're starting ETN. Like, you're starting ETN. Hands down against the Texans, I'm starting ETN. Um, need one RB and a flex. Holy shit, this team's good. It's got to be Nakua. Like, is this real? Need one RB and a flex? This team is disgusting. <laughs> uh, I, even Walker has a great match. Like, what? Justin, I need more info, man. Which Jamal Camaro will be top 10 running back? I think in a full PPR format, Camaro does have top 10 upside every week, but. I think this team wants to be a two-back system. I, I think there's room for Kendra and Alvin Kamara. It, it, I'm not saying it's going to be a you know Jameer Gibbs situation for Kamara, but that's kind of his floor. So I, I think Kamara probably ranks as a top 24 running back. Kelly, Warren, or Gainwell, if I want to hold one for the rest of the season, it's Jalen Warren. Thielen, Hill, or Woods. I mean, if you're, there's a lot of, this is tough. Um, if you need a guy for just one week, it's probably Thielen. 
if you need a guy for the rest of the season, it's probably Justice Hill. Uh, I'm not sure what quite the, the scenario situation you're looking for, Justin, is like, do you need a starting receiver? And I would go Thielen. If you need a starting running back, I would go Hill. If you need a guy to just put on your bench for the rest of the year, I probably would go Hill. I love Tony and on my bench, I know he was catching problems. Save him until playoffs or until he learned how to catch. He has Mahomes. And honestly, um, Tony looked good. He looked better. So did Sky Moore. You know, let's give these young receivers a chance in Kansas City. We know this offense is really good. It's young. They have some things to work on. It's week two. Like Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore and some of those guys can still matter here. So don't, you know, kind of like we were talking about before with Charlene, you don't want to be the person that cuts a Kadarius Tony after week one or week two because they screwed you. You know, hold on to your players. Would you pick up Kieran Williams and drop Algier? I get Kamara back next week and I also drop Gainwell. I would probably cut Algier. Yeah. I would, I'm fine with cutting Algier. If you want to cut Gainwell, I'm fine with that too. Both those guys are kind of the same. In a non PPR format, probably drop Gainwell because he's more of a pass catcher. Keep Algier. Uh, do you mind giving a tier that you think Tank is in so I don't overrate him compared to receivers I already have? Sure. Let's go see what I got here. So I'm going to filter by percent roster here. Now, for me, I would rather have I'd rather have Tank Dell than Juju Smith-Schuster. I'd rather have Tank Dell than Sky Moore. I think I'd rather have Tank Dell over Traylon Burks. I'm taking Puka. I, I might rather have Tank Dell over Gabe Davis. He's probably... I'd, I'd rather have Tank Dell over Jackson Smith and Jigba right now. I'd rather have Tank Dell over Cooks, over Beckham. I think he's right in the Jordan Addison tier. Maybe the Jahan Dots. I think he's right there in the Jahan Dots and Jordan Addison tier. That's how good I think Tank Dell is. Um, otherwise, guys on the second page here, I'm taking Tank Dell over Mooney, Jones, Quinton, Rondale, Elijah. I'm taking Tank Dell over all of these guys. So I'm very bullish on Tank Dell, Jason. Derek Carr, favorite receiver, Michael Thomas, true or false? False. It's Chris Olave. It is Chris Olave. Michael Thomas is no good, guys. Michael Thomas can't – Michael Thomas – the steam's going to probably die eventually. The dude couldn't do anything in the second half because he was tired. Chris Olave is the dude. Uh, Michael Thomas ate a lot, but he was dinking and dunking four and six-yard catches. It's a 10 man league. My team is nuts. Yeah, I, Justin, uh, you'll have to send me screenshots. The, let's wait though, because like it's, it's, it's only Tuesday. So start sit questions, guys. I personally don't think about setting my lineup until Thursday morning. So to me, Tuesday night, if that's where your waiver wire runs, it's waiver wire mindset. I don't look at my, I don't tinker my starting lineups until Thursday morning, honestly. Uh, we are approaching an hour here, so guys, I'll go for a couple more minutes. Get your final questions in here. Uh, David says, I have Jay Fields as my QB1, but thinking of adding a backup just in case. Do I go with Purdy or Kirk Cousins? Also, what is your opinion on the Najee Warren situation? Um, Wow. Um, so I'm cool with both quarterbacks. Like, 
let's look at look at the schedules here. Um, so you got Jay Fields this weekend going up against the Chiefs, then he gets the Broncos, the Commanders, Minnesota, Las Vegas. Kirk Cousins gets the Chargers, the Panthers, the Chiefs, the Bears, the 49ers. And then uh, Purdy, he's going to get the Giants, the Cardinals, tough game against the Cowboys, the Browns, the Vikings, and the Bengals. Honestly, it's a bit of a, a coin flip here. If I had to choose one, I'm, I'm probably going to go with Kirk Cousins because I don't think the I don't think the Vikings can run the football, so they have to throw the ball. Whereas Brock Purdy and the 49ers, like they can run the football. They like Purdy had zero passing touchdowns yesterday or the other day. One rushing touchdown was nice, but I think Kirk Cousins is more important to that offense as a whole. So I will go with Kirk. Um, it doesn't look good for Najee. It looks really bad for Najee. Um, he was able to salvage his night with a couple big runs, but to me, if you if you watch that game, it's very clear Jalen Warren is more explosive than Najee Harris. I'm I don't know if we're ever going to see Jalen Warren just overtake Najee in terms of touches, but I mean, if I had to start a running back too. On Sunday Night Football against the Raiders in a full PPR league, I'm playing Jalen Warren. In a standard league, I might play Najee Harris, but I think Warren is the clear PPR passing situation back. Like, he looks to be, like, the guy that's on third downs. They threw him the ball a lot, and guess what? When you get him the ball in space, Warren's really freaking good. So, I'm nervous for Najee. Unfortunately, I tried warning people to not draft Najee and go after Warren if you drafted Najee. It's tough because you're going to have to wait for him to score a touchdown to try and sell high. Uh, I, I don't see it looking good there long-term, guys. My RBs, Henry, Etienne, Walker, Gibbs, Jesus Christ. Hill, Ridley, MT, Pickens, Nakua, Addison. This is ridiculous. Hawk and then QB, Russ. And we said Brock in love on the waivers. Oh, my goodness. Should I trade one of those guys for QB or get Brock? I mean, you're probably going to have to make a trade at some point here. Um, but uh, we do got to get going here, guys. Um, stay cool as well, Charlene. Shahid or Reed? I'm going Reed. Long term, I want Reed. And do you hold Gibby? And do you hold Gibby or move on? Uh, Gibson? I Personally, I'm holding Antonio Gibson because the schedule is going to get a little bit more tougher for Washington. I expect them to be in in situations where Gibson's going to have to play more third downs and things like that. So I'm still holding on Gibson in deeper formats, but obviously like in a 10 man league, like if, if you can't hold on to Gibson, I get it. Pick up Kelly and drop Jimmy Garoppolo PPR Superflex dynasty. No, I, th I think in a super flex league, you got to keep Jimmy Warren, huge player. Yeah. I, I, I Jalen Warren's good. I like Jalen Warren. But uh, that's it for me, guys. I appreciate you guys. We went good for about an hour here. If you guys do have more questions, hit me up. Join. Uh, there's a link in the description. Join the Discord. That's where start sit questions, waiver wire questions, general news and knowledge. You guys can interact with a lot of the people here that are in the chat room. So if you guys, uh, if you guys want to join the Discord, that's where we be. And otherwise, subscribe if you're new. Tomorrow night we're going live. Uh, we'll go live for another hour, 7 p.m. Central Time. Come. With your start sick questions, we're going to go over uh, the, the injury practice report news tomorrow night. And uh, you guys can tell me who you got on the waiver wire. So join me there. 
I appreciate you guys all for hanging out with me tonight. Nice long hour video for you guys. Uh, but that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Good luck with your waivers. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Peace.